Well, it looks like both of us are wearing black today. I don't know what that means, Susan. I don't know either. I think, well, you know, it's it starts out as being something that you do because you're slimmer. And then you don't have to clean it. If you get a spot on it, it doesn't yeah, show up. That's it. That's it. That's why I wear black is because yeah. you don't have to clean it. And yeah. people don't remember what you're wearing when you wear black so that you can wear that same outfit over and over and no one remembers yeah. it. Black doesn't show the cheapness as easily. Black does not show how cheap it is. That is true. Uh, well, you know, maybe it's good we're wearing black. we got Halloween coming. We can just stay in these clothes for a while. Yes. And see, and, uh, excuse me. He wears black, too. There you go. The cat there is, he is wearing black. Okay. Um, right. You'll get his, you'll get his bill. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about Halloween candy a little bit later uh, on the program. But first, uh, let's say hello to Susan Sakura who's joining us from Northern California, and uh, say hello to me. I'm Bob Bates here in Los Angeles, and you're listening to Older and Wiser. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. I hope we are wiser. We're older for sure. Uh, uh, there's been a, a bit of a concern that in our future, perhaps in our not-too-distant future, we may experience a civil war. And I just wonder how you feel about that. According to this 2021 National Survey by pollster John Zogby, 46% of Americans believe a civil war is likely uh, somewhere in the near future. I heard somebody last night say, uh, I forget where and who, otherwise I'd credit them, but it wasn't, it wasn't, it was not an original line from me. We are in a cold civil war. And I think that could go on for a while. Mm -hmm. I don't think we're going to have a military physical civil war. Um, and I think that would be really stupid. That would be saying the entire country does not did not learn from its history. That's it. I, I, you know, I, I, I think you're right. I think you're right on that. I think I think what we have is a cold civil war. Um, but we will not get to the point of uh, of military action. I would think cooler heads would prevail. Uh, war seems more likely for younger people. 53% of younger people seem to think a war is in our future. And um, But older people disagree. They Only 31% think, think it's going to happen. Well, I'm older and I don't think it's going to happen. Okay, our next uh, survey comes to us from the folks at Pew. Uh, and they discovered that uh, between 2016 and June of 2021... Um, the Republicans trust in, in, in the news media, the mainstream news media fell from 70% to 35%. So clearly Republicans in particular, but Democrats as well, are losing a lot of faith in, in ABC, NBC, CBS, all those main ones, the New York Times, the LA Times, the Chicago Tribune, all those major trusted news organizations that we have believed in for decades. Why is this? Um, there are stations, there are cable stations. Fox is definitely, the agenda is definitely on the right. Um, CNN and uh, MSNBC is definitely on the left. And that's not going away because most of the people who do these shows all day long, it's not just reading the news. As well, that is the... It's, 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 it's giving an opinion, and they're telling you what they think, and, they, right. and they have people on. And if you watch, you, you can watch any show um, that you know has an opinion, and most of the people are not going to be on the other side, and the host is arguing with them 
on some of those shows right. during the No, day. you're absolutely right. And that's on the Sundays, evolution yes. of what we used to call news reporting is now news and opinion reporting. So yeah, it's like an op-ed page. So it isn't fake news. No one's giving fake news. They're giving opinions that we don't agree with. So okay. what we're what we're perceiving as fake news or news that is incorrect is actually opinion that we don't agree with. So this comes down to one thing, I think, to oversimplify it. You have to be able to tell the difference between a fact and an opinion. Not this alternative alternative facts and all that. There's no such thing. It's either it's either factual or it's not. It's either true or it's false right. if you're talking about what what happened. How do okay. you how do you suss that out? How, how do you tell you know the difference what? between tru a truth and a lie? How, how do we I think know? you go to I think you go to sources you trust, and I think you avoid the sources you don't know, and you can read them, but huh. you can see if those sort those new sources are giving any kind of um, justification. Here's the problem: when we go to the sources that we trust, do you think, and I do think, that we only trust the news outlet that tells us what we want to hear? So Not if, necessarily. I, I mean, I don't. Let me tell you this. I think that if you're a liberal and you probably, you probably, if you really want to know what the other side is thinking, you probably have to listen to something like Fox News. You probably have to listen to a conservative host now and then. Most people don't want to hear it. They don't want the stress because everybody's fighting. Okay, and so because there's all this tension, because you can't talk to your family, because you don't know what's happening from one minute to the next, because democracy might be under attack. Nobody wants any more stress, or they just want to hear why it is from smarter people why it is that they believe what they believe. That's they right. Believe. Why they believe what they believe. So you are tuning in to to get sort of backed up for what you believe. It's kind of like if you think the election was rigged. Well, then you want to hear analysts tell you why they believe the election was rigged. So then, then you can believe this thing you want to believe. Whatever happened to critical thinking? And do people understand what that is? I think the answer is to the first one, it's not there anymore. Or it certainly has been very well diminished. And the second one is most people don't understand what it is. You know, we're not educated well enough. I think we well, need an educational system that is is perhaps better than the one we have. Possibly, maybe that's what we're learning from this whole whole mess. I think I think we need to update. And I thought this for a long time. I think we need to update what we teach in school. We've talked about this before. We don't teach enough practical stuff. We will teach Latin three before we'll teach how to be a parent. Uh, we'll teach um, uh, calculus and and physics on a high school level for people who probably there's some people who will need that because they're going to go on in that they're good at it, but. Most people are never going to use some of that stuff again. Right. But what they could use is know how to do your know how to fill out your own tax form. We don't and, teach that. And and how to think critically, how to look at a news article or something you've read and determine whether it's true or not. And I think a a, a good teacher could help. You know, take an example, show them an article, discuss it figure out wh why you should be suspicious of this line or that line, and then how you investigate whether this is true or not. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's something that, you know, we need as, uh, in our education system, I think. You're right, critical right. thinking. So, I don't know. No, it's true. All right, let's move on to something a little less heavy. Um, 
Unless you're into heavy foods, which we there some of some of us are. Here's the headline. See where you land on America's most controversial foods. Did you know there were controversial foods, Susan? Yeah, I saw this survey and I got <laughs> my answers are really disappointing. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, well, the folks at RTA Outdoor Living surveyed a thousand Americans uh, about some controversial food debates. And I say controversial with quotation marks because none of this is really super controversial. But let's let's for it. let's Go click for it. down it. Um, is a hot dog uh, a sandwich? Yes or no? I don't care. It's only a sandwich <laughs> if your mother didn't buy the hot dog rolls when you were a little kid. And she said, here, we'll just cut it in half and we'll put it on two pieces of bread. <laughs> and it'll be the same thing. We did that. that. My mom did that. Oh, listen, my mom did that. So slice, yes. You slice the yeah. hot yeah. dog down the middle, flatten it out into a little thing. Not and then the same. You know. But then again, a hot dog at home, especially if they, first of all, how do you make your hot dogs? I say you grill or you broil, B-R-O-I-L, yeah, yeah. no boiling. No boiling. Well, my dad, 17% of Americans boil their hot dogs. I, uh, My dad used to do that. They come out kind of, they're they're warm and they're tasty, but they're, they're, they look exactly like they did in the package. 12.6% uh, of respondents uh, microwave their hot dogs. But all, I wouldn't even the, do that. Yeah, the most of uh, most people do, in fact, uh, grill their uh, grill. hot dogs. By the way, good. Uh, or 50, broiling. You can broil it in a toaster oven. In answer to the question whether hot dogs are sandwiches, 57% of Americans do believe that a hot dog does belong in the sandwich category. Just so you know, to put that to rest. Okay. Well, that's like, and that's like, uh, that goes right in with the people. They can sit over there with the people who say, I'll just have the hot dog, no bun, because I'm watching my weight. Oh, give it up. Forget <laughs> right. it. Here, here, give me that hot dog back, and here's a dish of lettuce. I think you'd be better off to order just the bun and not the hot dog, probably. Have a salad if you're going to do that. Give uh, me a break. Uh, well, as long as we're asking that, do you think burgers are sandwiches? I think it works the same way. I, I mean, look. I like a regular hot dog bun and a regular hamburger bun. And if I'm not going to have it like that, um, it's not quite the same. You can get a hot, you can put a hamburger on a really nice piece of like even French bread or sourdough bread, cut it in half, but it's still not the same. Well, um, most people do agree that hamburgers are in fact sandwiches of some sort. They do look a little more like a sandwich than than a hot dog. So 75.2% agree to that. Well, what about your cheese? Do you put it on top of the burger patty or under underneath the burger patty? What's the difference? It's on one side or the other. 84% say it belongs on top. So there you go. Wait a minute. I, this, I didn't get this part, okay? Yeah. If you're going to put the cheese on the burger and it's going to melt, okay? You're going to stick it on top and then that thing can go one side or the other on the bun because the bun has two sides. Some people like to stack up all their ingredients on the bun so that when the burger comes off the grill, you just throw the burger on top of that and throw the bun top on top. But some people believe you don't want to do that. You want to put the cheese on top of, place it gently on top of the burger so that it melts, you know, lightly over the burger. There you go. I like it melted on. Uh, so yeah. Put it on at the end. If you've got it, if you've got your burger under a broiler, you put the cheese on so that it melts a little bit on the end there, like that. Yeah, that's fine. How do you like your burger done? 
probably I asked for medium rare, although. Oh, wow, medium rare. 40%. I used to like medium rare. 40% like their burgers cooked medium, which is the most popular uh, way to have it done. 16% like it well done. 22% like it medium rare, like uh, Susan here. And only 3% like it rare. I would not eat let a me, rare burger, first of all. R- r- red. No, not rare. Not rare. And, and let me say this. I liked it medium rare when I was younger and I was eating more burgers. I don't eat them now. So if I have one a year, it doesn't probably matter how I have it. Unless I eat it raw, that would be stupid. Okay. But that's that's let's, steak tartare. Let's talk about pizza then for a second. Um you know, okay. I don't know about you, but I remember they used to cut pizzas that maybe they still do. I haven't had one in a while um, in squares. No. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. I'm half Italian, so I'm going to I'm going to say I've got a few points on my side here for this. OK. No, it's got to be round and you've got to do it, you know, crisp like a triangle. All that the, yeah, like that's a triangle. Right. It's got to be. Well, 90 point five percent of Americans agree with you that. Um, yeah, the pizza should be cut in triangle slices, not in squares. Right. Absolutely. And 82% no obviously believe you should eat a pizza with your hands and not with a fork. Oh, fork. Where are you? Have, unless you're having pizza with the queen. My mom used to eat her pizza with a fork. And did Queen Elizabeth come for lunch? <laughs> Only once. And she, she also ate with a fork. All right. A nod to Mother Bates. She, you know, you can eat it any way you want. But to uh, me... Half the fun of having a pizza is that, you know, for a kid, it's like, oh, great pizza. And you just pick it up in your hands. And for mom, it's like, oh, great pizza. No dishes to clean. Did you ever dip your pizza in ketchup or in something else like ranch dressing? Who are these people taking these surveys? Seriously, this is, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. The people who are doing these things with pizza, I think they have to re- revisit their critical thinking skills. Well, I mean, I don't have anything against it. Listen, you can do what you want with your pizza pizza slice. Ketchup. Ketchup. Yeah, apparently 53% of people say ketchup is acceptable to dip your pizza. So, First of all, can I tell you something? Pizza's got stuff on it already. It's got the sauce. It's got the cheese. It's got meat if you have it. If you don't, sometimes it has clams, which are not bad. It's got roasted garlic sometimes. It's got vegetables. There's one called Drag It Through the Garden. It, uh, I think it's uh, 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 extreme pizza. So you've got, basically you're saying it's, there's enough no, no, no. stuff already. What more do you need? You want potato chips and ice cream on top too? I mean, it's crazy. 44% say... Uh, Ranch dressing is also something you can dip your pizza that's in. That's a new thing, and I think that's because there's an ad on TV lately, and the guy comes, and after the guy who delivers the pizza comes, then the guy who delivers the ranch dress, like you're going to get somebody to deliver ranch dressing. But that's, I guess what? These people are trying to sell ranch dressing. Let me ask you about French fries. Uh, if you uh, were in a restaurant and you were ordering fries, would you get the steak fries, the curly fries, or the regular fries? This will be quick. All three. Uh, you can't have all three. got to pick one. All three. I like all three. Well, you, so, you can know like what? all if three, I... but one of them is your favorite. Which is your favorite? What would you order? Um, I like curly, but only... Yeah, I do I, like curly. I like, all th- I like them. I like the steak fries because I had to look up exactly what they were. I never really knew. But they're they're the thick thicker. Ones. Yeah, they're right. thicker. They're yes. more potatoey. Yes. In this survey, brownies came up, and apparently three and four respondents uh, prefer to... Eat the crispy edges of a brownie first, while 24% want to go to the gooey brownie center first. Uh, what do you think? You like the edges or do you like the middle? Would, I think the only way that would be an issue for me is if the brownie was the size of the pan and not cut. 
I see. Well, let's say, you know, this is the way to determine what you like. If you've got a, a tray of brownies that have all, all been cut up, would you go for one in the middle with the four sides that are nice and even, or would you go for one on the side with the crispy side? Probably the crispy, but you, your, your question was, um, was difficult because you said go for one. I see. Yeah, you, you'd get one of each, probably. Finally, in this category, does butter belong in the fridge? Yes or no? Oh, I had this conversation yesterday with somebody, a friend of mine who is a really good cook, and she said the French leave it out. A lot of people in the countryside leave it out. It used to be because uh, there was less room in the icebox. And since it doesn't go bad as easily as a lot of things do, you can. The other advantage of leaving butter out on the counter is that um, when you want to use Soft. it, it's not hard. That's why she does it. And she does it in a butter dish, which has a cover. It should have a cover. It shouldn't just be there, you know, getting dust on it and stuff. Right. But also, I think I think I refrigerate mine, and I'll tell you why. I don't use a lot of butter. Yeah. Um, when I want, even if I make an egg or something, I try to use olive oil for most anything that needs any kind of grease or whatever. Moving on, uh, you know, the COVID pandemic has made things difficult. Last year, around this time, uh, Halloween trick-or-treating was completely off the table. We no, would not send our kids trick-or-treating. Mm -hmm. This year, there's kind of a reluctant return to trick-or-treating. A lot of parents are beginning to go, well, maybe we're going to let the kids go trick-or-treating this year. If you had kids, would you let them trick-or-treat this year? No, I wouldn't. No. I, I would try to figure out something else to do, uh, whether that's at home, whether that's if they had brothers and sisters or if they had friends who were in a bubble or if they did something in school, maybe again, another thing on the teachers to do. But I, I don't think I would. Uh, you don't know who's handled the candy or what you just uh, kids who would be wanting to go trick or treating are mostly under the age of 12. And those kids can't be vaccinated. That's right. And so you're really sending little unvaccinated people out to strangers front doors. I don't know. That just does it's, not seem it's like a, a good risk idea. To, it's too big a risk to take for a piece of candy. According to this survey, 93% of young parents say they will celebrate Halloween this year, but only 80% say they will trick or treat. 80% still a lot. 80% of young parents say they're going to go ahead and trick-or-treat in their neighborhood. Well, if we are going to get some Halloween candy, let's talk about Halloween candy. The National Confectioners... This will be fast. <laughs> it'll be fast <laughs> for you. The National Confectioners Association took on some hard-hitting questions, and they asked uh, 1,500 adults about their uh, favorite types of Halloween candy. Not surprisingly, chocolate was the favorite Halloween candy treat. Big surprise. I like chocolate, but I actually I like uh, Reese's peanut butter cups because I okay, like chocolate. Okay, that's my number and one. My number Ooh. one. Ooh, there's something about that, especially the dark yeah, chocolate. I'll race you, you to the house down ever, the street that's giving those out. Did you ever get the dark chocolate Reese's peanut butter cups? Not Reese's, but they're dark chocolate peanut butter cups at Trader Joe's yes, in the, the fall. Yes, the little itty bitty ones. Oh, don't I, buy the little itty bitty ones. I can't buy any you know of them. Why? Because I no. will eat them all I want at once. I inhale them. Yeah, oh my that's God. the Are problem. No, no, no. You I, the yeah, sugar no. high from that will send you right into a dark chocolate peanut butter cups. Yeah, I'm oh. all in. So anyway, chocolate's uh, the, the the number one favorite, followed by a gummy candy and the third place option, which I remember a few years back we did this survey and um, and this was number one. Uh, and that is uh, candy corn. 
Now, it does seem uh, gross. It comes up every year. It comes up every year. Uh, the candy corn is pretty uh, delicious. There's a place called candystore.com, and every year they, uh, they put up a little uh, map of the United States and all the most popular candies in each of those states. And we've done this before. And, oh. and I remember last time we did this, um, it's, it, it was the same as it is this year for the state of California. The favorite candy in California is Skittles. Isn't that interesting? Really? Now, uh, peanut butter cups, like you and I love, um, were most popular in North Carolina and Kansas. Um, yeah, but we can get them here, so we don't have to go there. So we don't have to go there. Let's see. Um, I mean, not for For candy cups. corn, the people uh, in North Dakota and in Alabama, love candy corn the best. What else? What other kinds do you like? Um, Jolly Ranchers are popular in New Mexico. Hot not, tamales are popular in Arizona. Can't they give me heartburn? <laughs> Hot tamales. <laughs> I'm older and wiser. Um, uh, Nevada likes Hershey's Kisses. That's sort of sweet. Hershey's isn't Kisses it? are good. That's chocolate. I and like... I, I have a good memory from that because my grandmother always used to get me a bag of Hershey's Kisses. Ah, I like Pennsylvania's choice. Those little Hershey mini, um, what do you call those? Those mini bars where you've got the yeah, crackle and the Hershey's and the dark food. chocolate. So it's a it's a it's a bag of just those mini bars. I would just do that. By the way, Montana's got a problem. Their favorite uh, Halloween candy is double bubble gum. Sorry, Montana. That's gum. All right. Well, we're out of time, Susan. Um, how about a little wrap up by telling us what your thought of the week would be today? What is it? Uh, if you're going to cheat with food that's indulgent, go all the way. Don't have any hot dog on bread or hot dog without a roll or um, I don't know. No, I agree. That's go all out. Yeah. If you're going to cheat, cheat big is kind of what you're well, saying. Go all in. Go Do all the real in. thing. Couldn't agree more. Hey, listen, folks, for all the stuff that uh, matters when you're 50 plus, visit us at olderandwiser.com. And by the way, we'll also put all the uh, stories that we talked about today on the website under the news link. Check that out. Also, if you could only if you could only put free brownies on there. Oh, click oh. here for a free brownie. Oh, <laughs> and it would spit it out of the computer. That's what I'm waiting for. Oh, my God, I would do it in a heartbeat just to get Me more too. more people to watch our show. Uh, <laughs> thanks for thanks for watching you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.